Ladies and gentlemen, we will dispense with the customary theme music for a reason that will soon become clear to you. Misfits Audio is somewhat proud to present The Administration, a series written and created by Mike Murphy. It stars Joe Stofko as President Richard Duncan and Peter Catt as his Chief of Staff, Murgatroyd. Episode 13 is entitled, Dream Job. The sound you're hearing is the gentle snoring of the President of the United States. He has had a busy morning of meetings and now, it being after lunch, has nodded off at his Oval Office desk. His usually well-groomed hair is slightly tousled, his reading glasses have slipped down over the bridge of his nose, and... Is that... Yes, it is. There's just a tiny bit of drool coming from his mouth and dripping onto a fashionably questionable necktie. Rapid eye movement. He's dreaming. What does the most powerful man in the free world dream about? Follow me, dear listener, into his head. Don't worry, there's plenty of empty space. He won't notice. Come on. Good morning, Agent 00695. Good morning, Chief. Your new business cards came in. Oh, goody. <laughs> Agent 00695. Snafu. Securing the nation against freedom usurpers. Is that what Snafu stands for? Of course. Bit of a stretch, isn't it? How long have you been working here? Evidently, not long enough. The business cards aren't the only reason I called you into my office. Engraved pens? <sighs> have you ever heard of Professor Daniel Juris? Of course. He's an internationally known bad guy. Worse than Hitler, Mussolini, and J.R. Ewing all rolled into one. Our intelligence agencies have noticed that he's gathering rocket parts at his compound in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. For what purpose? They're not sure. Well, he must be mad at someone. You don't build a rocket for a hobby. Unless you're going to put it in a bottle, I suppose. I want you to make your way to New Mexico and chum it up with Professor Juris. Find out what he's up to and stop it. What if it's something good? That's unlikely. What's my cover? What would you like it to be? Well, let me think. What haven't I used lately? How about I'm a guy who likes to see things explode? Don't you have anything better than that? Not really. I used pizza delivery guy and swimming pool cleaner just the other day. <sighs> I suppose it'll have to do then. Here, take this with you. What is it? A poison pill. Juris is an evil mastermind. If you're captured, he may try to brainwash you to get top-secret information about Snafu's crime-fighting abilities. We can't take that chance. We? <clears throat> How does this thing work? Just pop it into your mouth and bite it. It's filled with enough poison to painlessly kill you in 9.2 seconds. Point two? How can you be so precise? Uh... Do you remember Agents 999, 1495, and 2150? Sure. You don't have to anymore. They're dead. They gave their lives for their country? Except for 1495. He had a hot date that night and, well, he thought the pill was a tic-tac. What a way to go. He had a guaranteed dinner reservation. Snafu had to pay for it. Toughest steak I ever ate. Are we economizing? Everyone is nowadays. Well, then allow me to save you some money. How? Lock me in a room with my ex-wife. I'll kill myself in 9.1 seconds. 
Will your ex accompany you on this mission? Uh, I hadn't thought of that. Do I have a license to kill this time? I'm afraid not, 00695. That privilege is reserved for agents 007 and over. Rat. What do I have? A license to ouchie. Ouchie? Paper cuts are good. Boy, do those things sting. Chief, I can't face off against Professor Jarrus with only a license to ouchie. Uh, I suppose you're right. Can I be a 007 just this once? No! 00699? 98. You have permission to wound. Shoot for the kneecaps. That should work. Dr. Typesalot? Yes, Professor Jurus? Permit me to introduce... I'm sorry, sir. What was your name again? Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Mr. Cumberbatch? This is my assistant, Dr. Nancy Typesalot. Mr. Cumberbatch? Charm, Doctor. If you'll forgive me, that's an unusual surname you have. Don't I know it? What do you do for Professor Jarrus, Dr. Typesalot? I type a lot. How appropriate. Typesalot isn't my real last name. My great-grandfather changed it when he came to the United States from Germany in the early 1940s. What was it originally? Heilzelot. Are you a friend of the professor? No, we've only just met. I'm a big fan of things that go boom. <laughs> I was driving by and uh, I couldn't help but notice the nose cone of this rocket projecting through the hole in the ceiling. To the uninformed, it may look like a grain silo, but I knew otherwise. Very deductive. I knew that I must meet whoever was responsible for this great machine. Can you tell me of your creation, Professor? No. Oh! Ouch! A tranquilizer dart. He's coming too, sir. So good of you to join us, Agent 00695. How did you know? That was a very silly name you made up. Benedict Cumberbatch. Ha! <laughs> no human being has a name like that. You may as well have told me your name was... Oh, Randolph Mantooth. Now, that would have been silly. I see that your rocket and I are in a chain gang. <laughs> How nice. Indeed. Don't bother looking for your secret pill. I took it from you before I changed you to the rocket. No doubt it is a fast-acting poison. Actually, it's my high blood pressure medication. Hypertension, you know. It uh, comes with the secret agent biz. A likely story. Next, you'll be telling me it's a Viagra. Never. You don't have to bother lying again. A Viagra is blue. Or so I've been told. How did you know who I was? Every evil super genius knows of the great snafu agent 00695. The man behind the Funzio Gambit, behind the Pollyanna Imperative, behind the installation of the sneeze guard on the Snafu Cafeteria Salad Bar. My greatest accomplishment? Special Agent Murray always seems to have a cold. Soon, sir, your list of good guy accomplishments will be mere history. In 11 minutes, my rocket will launch and you will launch with it. Where are we going? Why should I tell you? Convention. What? 
In the movies, whenever an evil genius has the good guy right where he wants him, he always spills the beans on the secret plan since he knows the good guy will soon be toast. I suppose I could tell you. I don't want to buck convention. I'm all ears. In just a couple of minutes, you and my weapon of mass destruction will soar at enormous speed on a mission to destroy... Canada! Canada? That's correct. Why? Canada never causes any trouble, never harms anyone. It's their bacon. I had it once. It's wrong. It ruined a perfectly good omelette. I've never forgiven them for that. You're going to destroy an entire nation because of bacon? I never liked their money much either. Different colors and sizes. It doesn't fit in my wallet correctly. Professor, why don't you unchain me and deactivate the rocket? I'll make you all the bacon you want, crispy. It's too late for that. The Great White North should have thought of that back on December the 2nd, 2011. Omelette day? Precisely. Doctor types a lot? Yes, sir. I must go down to the bunker to check on a few last-minute rocket settings. For your own safety, you'll want to join me there by T-minus four minutes. I understand. Have a good flight, 00695. <laughs> He's mad. On the contrary, the professor is a genius. A genius who's going to kill millions of people over a breakfast meat. Excuse me, I have some typing to do. Dr. Typesalot? Yes? After I'm gone, will you please tell my wife and six little kids that I love them? <laughs> nice try. But I know you're divorced and have no children. The professor is very thorough. May I make a last request then? What? Could you take your hair down out of that bun? I'm sorry? You're a beautiful woman. I'd like to see what you look like with your hair down while I still have the time. That's silly. I could die happy with your loveliness as the last thing I see on this earth. Except for things zipping by at great speed, of course, as the rocket and I travel north. Please? Oh, all right. Better? Much. But... Uh, but what? Those lovely eyes of yours. They shouldn't be hidden behind horn-rimmed glasses, could you? Oh, very well. Ravishing. You should be in the movies. You're just saying that. A man chained to a rocket doesn't lie. If only... Uh, no, no, I can't let myself think about that. Think about what? I'll just drink in your beauty. That will sustain me. Please, tell me what you meant. Oh, I could go for you, Doc. Really? In a big way. Could we make beautiful music together? I don't play any instrument, but I think we'd hold our own under the sheets. Unfortunately, that won't be possible. Unless you free me. I could do that. And deactivate the missile. Why should I do that? No Canada, no Niagara Falls for our honeymoon. <gasps> honeymoon? Yes, Mrs. 00695. Thank you. 
Now, to deactivate the rocket. Hurry, there isn't much time left. Are the bulbs nice? So I've heard. You can go into them, behind them, above them. If you have a death wish, you can go over them. Phew! The rocket has been deactivated. Doctor, how could you? You've betrayed me. Don't speak like that to the woman I love. The woman you... You've caused me enough trouble, 00695. Oof. This is your ring announcer, bringing you a blow-by-blow -blow description of the fight between our hero and the evil super genius Professor Jarrus. The punch you just heard was a blow by the professor to our hero's mighty chin. And now, 00695 returns the favor with an equally impressive punch. Oof. That draws first blood in this match. The opponents are now jumping about the control room like prize fighters sizing each other up. Thinking quickly, the professor takes a mighty swing at our hero's head with a piece of pipe that is conveniently and inexplicably laying about on the floor. <coughs> our hero ducks just in time, and karate chops his opponent in the back. <coughs> Ouch! Our hero's blow sends Professor Juris reeling, and he lands, as is customary in a scene like this, on a control panel which short circuits, shoots sparks, and fills the control room with acrid smoke. No! My work! My life's dream! The bacon! I can't see him! Come out! Professor, come with us. This place is going to blow. You'll be killed. No! I won't leave my dream! If you say so. Let's go, honey. It shouldn't be long now. Told you so. The poor man. You know what the good book says, he who lives by the sword. He didn't have a sword. He had a rocket. I'd better get in touch with headquarters. Do you think the professor might have survived? It's possible. I doubt we've seen the last of that evil super genius, Professor Daniel Juras. Daniel Jarras. Dangerous. I get it now. <sighs> On page 19, she gets it. Misfits Audio has presented episode 13 of The Administration, Dream Job. The series is written, created, and produced by Mike Murphy. It stars Joe Stofko as Richard Duncan and Peter Catt as Murgatroyd. Maureen Boutier portrayed Dr. Nancy Types a lot and John Specht was heard as the ring announcer. The assistant producer and webmaster was Captain John Tadazak. Post-production was accomplished by Alex Lawsford. Music was composed and performed by Sam Wu. Please visit his website at the61.com slash sam1010. The art directors are Stephen Sash Scott and Alexa Chipman. The script editor is Arlene Osborne. All the characters portrayed in this series are, thankfully, fictitious. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental and a cause for concern. Visit us on the web at misfitsaudio.com and on Facebook. This has been a production of Misfits Audio, copyright 2014, all rights reserved. This is your narrator, Peter Bishop, speaking. Oh, look how cute. He's going to ruin that ugly tie with his drooling. I gave him that tie. Oh. No worries. There are plenty more where that came from. Should we let him rest? For a little while. 
He looks so peaceful. What do you suppose he's dreaming about? I wish I knew. That's quite a bathing suit, dear. <laughs> uh, what there is of it. I'm glad you like it. Your speedo is very flattering as well. So, should we find a wedding chapel after lunch? Yeah. <gasps> Sorry for the karate chop, pretty lady, but I must put my country first, even ahead of my libido. He uh, should be here by now. Come on, 00695, we're running late. Do you see what I'm leaving here, Chief? Pretty good. Pretty good? She's amazing. Just get in the sub, will you? We're gonna be late for our rendezvous. What I won't do for my country. Mm. 